always serving a fresh cup of daily inspiration. Today's inspiration is to remind you to believe that better days are coming. Well, the sales clerk laughed us out of the store. Before discovering our meager furniture budget, the woman had been incredibly gracious, kind, and helpful. It was the late 90s when Kenya and I were still basking in newlywed bliss. He didn't make a whole lot of money. I was in college and just barely able to get my expensive books. So times were pretty tight. So on the day we went furniture hunting, we weren't aware that we had walked into an upscale boutique. He and I were simply looking for a sofa, love seat, and perhaps a coffee table if we could afford it. We really wanted to furnish our bare living room in our tiny two-bedroom apartment so we didn't have to sit on the floor every day. Before the incident in the furniture store, neither Kenya nor I had ever been so openly mocked and derided by a professional. She managed to get out these words, "'You should never come in here again.'" And this was said between uncontrollable giggles. With a red face and tears welling up in her eyes from all the laughter, she asked, Are you too serious? And then she said, Just really, don't come back unless you have more money. For some, that encounter would have been super embarrassing, but we didn't let it get us down. Instead, you should have seen us. We were as tickled, maybe more so than the sales clerk. Kenya and I laughed until our sides ached. The hilarity of it all just sent tears running down our cheeks as we rehashed how mortified that woman was about our financial situation. Has something in your life ever been so bad or so pathetic that it was funny? In retrospect, the woman's reaction coupled with the realization that we really didn't have any business trying to shop there turned us into cackling hyenas. It still remains one of the funniest moments ever. Well, that afternoon, after being booted by that retailer, we told each other, "You know what? One day, we're going to look back on this and say, "Do you remember when Kenya and I had full confidence that we wouldn't be in the same position always. Financial times were rough. We were doing the best we could to get by and yet we believed that better days were coming. We had faith that our dry season wouldn't last forever. Last year, he and I went to the exact same furniture store. This time, let's just say no one was laughing and we were able to purchase what we wanted. The point is, while you're in the middle of your dry season, you must envision a brighter future. You've got to believe that the struggle won't last always. That doesn't mean that every unfavorable circumstance and negative issue will be eliminated from your life. Truth is, that won't happen until we meet Jesus in heaven. It does mean, however, that you won't have to circle the same mountain forever. You won't be stuck in this particular rut for the rest of your days. God will deliver you and provide for your needs whatever they may be, but he wants you to believe. I know it's not easy to keep your expectations high when everything's going wrong. You might be going through a season when you feel a lot like the widow of Zarephath in 1 Kings 17. After a prolonged drought caused famine in her homeland, she stopped expecting anything good to happen. By the time the prophet Elijah showed up in the region of Sidon, she was anticipating her demise. Remember when Elijah asked her for some water and a piece of bread? According to verse 12, she only had a small amount of flour, a little bit of olive oil, and 
some water to make the last piece of bread for her and her son. They were about to split their paltry rations and prepare to die of starvation. But God had sent his manservant Elijah to this widow's house with a word for her situation. In verse 14, he told this financially destitute and hopeless woman, for this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, the jar of flour will not be used up and the jug of oil will not run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the land. When she heard that word, mind you, there was no tangible evidence of its validity. There were no signs indicating that a miracle was about to take place in her life. Yet this woman believed and obeyed. When she made bread for the prophet to eat, as he requested, the Bible said there was food every day for Elijah and for the woman and her family. It did not run out. While others were dealing with the difficult impact of famine, this widow's responsiveness to the word of the Lord changed the trajectory of her destiny. His word came to pass. His word will be fulfilled in your life also if you believe and respond in faith. Friend, this widow's act of faith and obedience was so remarkable. Jesus talked about it in Luke 4 and 26. The Savior said, I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time when the sky was shut for three and a half years and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath in the region of Sidon. See, she has gone down in the annals of history as the one who, through obedience, secured an unanticipated miracle. Is your heart and ear sensitive to God's word today? Are you willing to believe? Can God trust you as he did the widow to be open to his voice in the midst of a wilderness? Listen, your drought and famine will come to an end. God will do a new thing. Good things will happen in your life. Just don't give up hope. I know the enemy wants you to get down and depressed while you wait, but don't you do it. Continue to fuel your vision for a brighter future with faith. Speak over yourself. Tell yourself things will be different soon. Better days are ahead. And don't just say it, but believe it. As you wait on God, there are three things I want you to consistently do to help usher in your new season. They are all found in Romans 12 and 12 in the New International Version, which says, Be joyful in hope patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. That's it. As you do that continually, you'll thrive in your dry place as you're headed toward your place of abundance. Now let's pray together. God, I pray for this, my sister, this, my brother. They are not where they want to be right now. There are things they desire that they do not have yet. Help them not to lose hope that you have more, greater, and better in store for them. Instead of moping and complaining and being discouraged, Help them to remain joyful, patient, and faithful, and trust you, God, that in due season, their breakthrough will come. In Jesus' name, amen. Your Daily Cup of Inspiration podcast has been brought to you by Empowering Everyday Women Ministries, where we help fuel your faith every day. For more information, log on to www.deannahobbs.com.